Hey, song surfers, welcome to Song Surfing. It's your friend, John. Song Surfing is a playlist of independent music pulled from the far reaches of the internet. On today's episode, friends, we'll hear amazing choruses, a funky bass line, and a modern classical piece for accordion and synth. Excellent tunes from Madrid, Chicago, Brooklyn, Austin, and Vancouver. Don't forget to click the follow or subscribe button wherever you're listening from. And if you're listening over at songsurfingpodcast.com, all you have to do is hit the follow button in the Captivate player and you'll never miss an episode. Hey, thanks also to those of you who have written reviews so far. If the player that you're listening from allows you to do so, please do so. It helps the show find a wider audience and it also helps the featured artists find new fans, which... That's like kind of the whole point of this little podcast here, right? Is to help the the featured artists find new fans. So thanks all of you who've done that already. You're awesome. I, along with the song surfing correspondents, Breeze, Zach, and Clock, we've all put together our year-end lists, and you'll find those being posted over the next week on the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. So go follow Song Surfing if you'd like to see what impeccable taste we have. Plus, as a a bonus, you'll get the occasional pick of my cat or my favorite hot pot restaurant. On to the music! First up, we're going to hear from Guada, an artist out of Madrid, Spain. The song is Preaviso, and it has the key ingredients that you look for in a well-crafted song. Poetic lyrics and a strong melody. Now, the lyrics are translated here, and I don't think my translator picked up on all the finer nuances, but check out these lyrics. They're pretty and they're evocative. In between the knots of my hair, your long fingers take flight. Where were you? I waited for you. Oh, if we are made to be together, what a waste of passion. I found my paradise there in the middle of your curls. Take the song as a warning. After that, the lyrics take a darker turn on the chorus. And those more brooding words are paired with the most joyous group sing-along melody. I, I love that, too. I, I love that the that Guada subverts expectations while delivering exactly what you want to hear. Great melody, interesting lyrics, and a fun performance. The song is Previso, and it's available on streaming as well as on the Bandcamp page of the label Rasso. And that's, uh, in case you're searching for it there, it's spelled R-A-S-O, period. All right, here it is to start our first block of music. Talk to you soon. Llevaba en algún lado oculto en el costado de este bardo de corazón Como la Virgen Constanza que hizo rancho en la matanza Si te quedaste vos Yo andaba de asados caros embalada en otro lado No me imaginé que tocarías timbre a mi vida Pondrías Pata arriba me harías de comer Y entre los nudos de mi pelo Tus largos dedos cobran vuelo ¿Dónde estabas? Te esperé Ay, Si estamos hechos para estar juntos Cuánto despilfarro de
nuda la garganta cuando pienso cuánto falta quien escribió el guión. Me gusta por todos lados, quiero teletransportarme inmaculada concepción.
Hi, song surfers. This is Renee Katrine, and you're listening to my song, Nashville, off my upcoming album, From the Garden. The song was written after an unexpected and sudden turn of events. In a haze of heavy emotions, a friend invited me to meet her in Nashville to focus on playing music for a while. I wrote this song about the solo drive down there from Chicago and how I learned to find my musical voice. I hope you enjoy the song. Five o'clock and the light is fading Time to think about where I'm gonna go Cause I know I don't wanna stay here Think I'll go to Nashville for a while Pack my bags though my head is spinning Feels like the floor just came Set in bombshell Crush my world But I'm still standing Step outside As the rain starts falling Load my car And try to fix a plan Of how to rebuild it out Turn the key And head to
And we are back. First in that block, we listened to Guada with Priaviso. Second was the song Plum Lucky by Chicago band Swear Words. About the song, Neil from the band told me, Plum Lucky was written before the pandemic began as a love song and lament to the people and places that didn't seem to be keeping up with the exhausting pace and rigor of life. It was intended as an homage to initially David Berman, but as we continued playing it as the year 2020 unfolded, it seemed wildly prescient and relevant. We were finally able to record and release it this year and are super proud and excited to share it with you today. Song Surfers, I'm a fan of this type of late 80s, early 90s Midwest college radio sound, so this one was totally up my alley. But beyond just being a fan of the sound, I, I think there's just a lot of ear candy here, here to appreciate. It just sounds like a band having fun playing together. And in the lyrics, here are some lines that stood out to me. I bought six lottery tickets from the dollar store because I've been plum lucky since the day I was born. This world was made to drive you mad. I, lo- I love that last one. It sounds like a Zen Buddhist koan. The harmonies are, are a treat to listen to, and the guitar solo channels just the right amount of Jay Mascus to make me salivate. Uh, okay, I'm grossing myself out here. Anyway, you can find Swear Words Plum Lucky on their EP, No Place in America. Third in the block, we heard from Brooklyn-based singer-songwriter Renee Katrine and her song Nashville. The chorus on that song is what sold me first, just the catchiness of the melody. The way the phrases end with Renee singing the lines, make sense and start again, hit the ear in just the right way. Beyond that, though, I think the instrumental parts play an effective role in mirroring the lyrics. And here's what I mean by that. The words talk about chaos, things not making sense. I think twists and turns are referenced. And you hear that in the instrumental parts. You hear these full band crescendos. And there's this delay effect, this like echo sound in the piano and the guitar. And that's synced to the tempo of the song. So it's in time with the tempo of the song. So it's this rhythmic sound where it sounds like those instruments are undulating or pulsating to the beat. And that helps paint the picture of change that Renee is telling through the words. So it's this tone painting that you have going on constantly throughout the song through that instrumental arrangement. Very cool. Can't wait to hear that album. Renee Katrine with Nashville. After that, we heard from Aaron M. Russell and the song Your Wars. Here's a bit from Aaron's bio. Aaron M. Russell is a multi-instrumentalist who has been a working musician for 38 years. Starting in his family band at age 10, touring the Southwest States of America each summer. At 14, he started his own bands and began pursuing a life in the arts, traveling around America and beyond. In 1998, he moved to Austin, Texas and began working and touring with a variety of bands across all spectrums of genre, including Muppletone, love that name, the cinematic Invincible Czars, and the Baltic Gypsy band Flying Balalaika Brothers. In 2020, he relocated to Colorado, where he has begun recording solo albums under his own name, playing all the instruments. He is now performing with his own group, Aaron Russell's Awaken the Sun Band. Along with music, he is also an avid painter and tours with the Zopi Italian Family Circus, where he is currently the ringmaster. Aaron told me that the song Your Wars is about being tired of humanity being crushed by war and those who wage it. And song surfers, I love the multiple layers of rhythm that we hear. There are hand drums in there, cowbell, a disco-ish drum beat, there's a funky bass line, 
And then there's this like wild pack of guitars, or maybe it's guitar and keyboard. I couldn't, couldn't quite tell. All that works together though, to create this groove. That's really fun. It's like funky and, um, mostly because of those guitars kind of puts you on edge too, right? Like there's something about it. Um, and I think that's totally appropriate because that it makes you feel kind of uneasy because it's a song about war. It should make you kind of feel like that. Aaron M. Russell, uh, is an artist who's worth spending some time with is, has got his own sounds, interesting stuff. And there's a lot of stuff there to, to dig into on Bandcamp. So I encourage you to do that. All right. We're going to get into our last one now. So I wanted to um, separate this one out because it's, uh, well, it's the classical piece, but it's also pretty different in style from the other ones. So I thought it would be good to give it its own own chunk uh, to give you a little bit of a, a palate cleanser, right? So that you have fresh ears listening to it. Uh, but that also meant that I talked for a good chunk of time there. So thanks for bearing with me on that. I, I usually like to break it up a little bit more. I don't want it to just be me yammering on and on and on and on. If this is your first episode listening, I <laughs> I don't think I usually talk quite that long. Please don't one star rate me <laughs> just based on that. Um, if you have feedback to give me about that, uh, send me an email, songsurfingpodcast at gmail.com. Accordion player Joseph Petrick has an album out called Scene that's full of stunning playing and adventurous compositions, and it might make you hear the accordion in a whole new way. Now, Patrick has had a long career as a performer, as a soloist. He's had pieces composed for him, and he was the first accordionist to make an official concert debut in major venues on both sides of the Atlantic, performing at Kennedy Center and London's St. John Smith Square. That last little bit was a quote taken from the liner notes written by Nick Storing. I'm going to read some more to you now from those liner notes because I think it gives a good primer to what we're going to be listening to. He has always been more interested in expanding the evocative capacity of his instrument than maintaining allegiances to specific schools of thought, especially those that espouse a great man narrative of history. Patrick remains exceedingly wary of those presumed hierarchies, whether it's between old and new music or between composer and performer. For him, compositions aren't so much immutable texts as they are invitations to join dynamic and ongoing creative conversations. And then Storing added some notes on the piece that we'll be listening to, which is called Numa and was composed by Peter Hatch. Peter Hatch's Numa was one of the solo works Patrick brought with him on his first European foray. It exhibits similar fluidity between performer and composer roles by employing both improvisatory input from Patrick and computerized improvisation via stochastic procedures. Stochastic is, um, as far as I could tell, it's um, like a, a chance element that was introduced uh, by using the oscillator on the synthesizer. Uh, back to the liner notes, Hatch originally crafted Numa's underlying software using the Yamaha CX-5M, an early computer FM synthesizer, but decades later ported the piece's programming over to Max MSP, a different type of synthesizer, allowing it to be performed without proprietary, proprietary not to mention obsolete hardware. 
FM synthesis was never noted for its realism, but somehow Hatch's brittle synthetic tones managed to sit right inside the accordion's reeds, creating wondrous gradients of color that blur the boundary between acoustic and electronic sound. By the end of the work, the listener is so disoriented that its cascades of computerized chirrups assume a kind of organic presence. And I'll add song surfers that I think this is a great one to listen to through headphones. You'll hear the synth sounds move around and interact with the accordion better that way. And I think that you can pick up on the nuances of the performance, details like the fingerings hitting the keys of the accordion. Or maybe that's the reed sounds that I'm hearing. I'm not entirely sure. Not that familiar with the accordion, honestly. Uh, changes in panning, uh, in phase and intonation, like details of the of the synth really, I think is is what you can really pick up on. The last thing I'll add is instrumental music can often take multiple listens before you catch everything. And I encourage you to to go back and listen again, really give it the chance that it deserves. Uh, I think this composition, although it doesn't have, you know, like a, a, a singable melody, like a pop song, it does have an understandable structure. There is repetition. Um, there's interplay between parts, dynamic contrast. It's telling its own kind of story in its own way. And it's a story that I've really enjoyed getting to know. Joseph Petrick performing Peter Hatch's Numa from the album Scene out on Redshift Records. All right, enjoy. Talk to you at the outro.
that music means it's time for me to say thanks for listening to song surfing thanks to all the bands and the artists that we heard on this episode you can find links to everything on the show notes page at songsurfingpodcast.com if you'd like to follow me on social media you can find me on instagram facebook and twitter under oodles music and you can listen to my weird music on bandcamp under oodles o-o-d-l-e-s got one ep out so far and hopefully more coming out this year proceeds from that first ep are all going to make a wish if you'd like to email the show that email address again is songsurfingpodcast at gmail.com but seriously don't uh email me if you just want to complain about things a quick reminder, please review the show over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. Those reviews really, really help. And thanks again to all of you who've done that. Friends, Audible is the leading provider of audiobooks, and you can try it free for 30 days and get a free audiobook by going to audibletrial.com songsurfing. Not sure what to get with your free credit? I recommend Our Band Could Be Your Life by Michael Azarad. I don't know if that's how you say his name. Azarad, Azarad. Uh, Michael, if you're listening to song surfing, email me. Let me know. Um, Our Band Could Be Your Life. Scenes from the American Indie Underground, 1981 to 1991. It's an excellent book. It's got the longest subtitle, though. Uh, the audiobook is narrated, among others, by Merrill uh, Meryl Garbus, Fred Armisen, Sharon Van Etten, Jeff Tweedy, Jonathan Franzen, Laura, uh, Laura Jane Grace, Colin Malloy, so like a who's who of indie and alt-rock people. And then here's the blurb on it. This never-before-told story of the musical revolution then happened right under the nose of the Reagan 80s when a small but sprawling network of bands Labels, fanzines, radio stations, and other subversives re-energized American rock with punk rock, do-it-yourself credo, and created music that was deeply personal, often brilliant, always challenging, and immensely influential. This sweeping chronicle of music, politics, drugs, fear, loathing, and faith has been recognized as an indie rock classic in its own right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good way to find out about a bunch of bands and each chapter is about a different band audibletrial.com slash song surfing the opening theme of the show is living in a fishbowl by josh ween and the outro music little pills by patrick moonbird my name's john kell and see you